Hi, I'm Kate. And I'm Luke. And this is The Parent Diaries. We're an English guy and an Irish girl that fell in love, got married, and now we're ready to start a family. This podcast is our honest account of becoming first-time parents as we navigate the slightly terrifying but equally exciting journey to parenthood. It will cover everything from fertility and trying to conceive right through to the baby arriving. Now, we're not celebrities, we're not doctors, we're not midwives, and so far we've collectively held a baby about three times. But we're going on this journey no matter what, so you may as well come along for the ride. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Parent Diaries. It's episode nine and we are feeling fine. Oh, well, no. <laughs> well, I'm I'm feeling fine. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good too. Yeah, yeah I'm feeling fine. Okay, good. That's that's reassuring. How are you actually feeling though? I, I genuinely am feeling great. Like this, these last few weeks have been the best so far. I think. I've even managed to get back into a bit of an exercise routine. Obviously not to the same degree I would have been before pregnancy, but being able to train a couple of times a week, go for runs occasionally, do a bit of yoga. It's been really, really nice, actually. Feeling more normal. That's great. I think we're going to talk about the lifestyle. We're going to do another lifestyle episode at some point about lifestyle in or life in the second trimester and a bit of a summary of, Mm -hmm. again, the do's and don'ts and what you can and can't do and how Kate's kind of found her stride. But this episode... We are going to be focusing on the 20-week scan. We are also going to be talking about the battle of knowing the sex of the baby, because one of us wants to know and one of us does not want to know. Yep. I think you can guess probably who's who and why that's a good and bad thing of knowing and not We're knowing. We're going to have a little debate. We'll have a debate. <laughs> we'll have a little debate. And finally, we're going to end with the big reveals and how we told our families and friends that Kate was pregnant and that we're having a little baby C. And... <laughs> What? A little baby C. A little baby C. But first, we're going to go through that big milestone, the 20-week scan. So we've been looking forward to this one because this is a biggie. This is the abnormality scan. Anomaly. Anomaly scan. Yeah. Not the gender scan, as I kept calling it for ever and ever. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, that's not a thing, is it? No, it's not a thing. In fact, I think a lot of NHS trusts, they basically don't tell you the sex of the baby, even if you want to know. Yeah, I think, well, not a lot. I think there's there's a few that won't, basically. There's quite a few. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I, and a lot of people then go to have private scans because they want to find out the sex. Well, that's just as well because one of us does not want to know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we went off to our local hospital to have the 20-week scan. And it's great because now all the lockdown measures are starting to ease off. I was actually allowed to come along and I didn't have to take a book or my headphones, I could actually go into the room with Kate straight away. It felt more normal, didn't it? felt it? more normal, yeah. yeah. Not uh, that we would have known what it would have been like to be pregnant pre-COVID, but yeah. yeah, just seeing everyone's partners kind of with them in the waiting room was nice, actually. Yeah, exactly. So we went into the, and we went into the same room that we did the 12-week scan in. and Both 12-week scans. <laughs> Yeah, both 12-week yeah, scans. Yeah. I know, because we had two. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was actually a little bit like, are we going to need two 20-week scans? I was fully <laughs> expecting it. Baby C does not cooperate. That's what we've learned so far. Yeah, yeah. There was a little bit of non-conformist... Oh, yeah, definitely. ...behaviour going on again. Yeah, I think yeah. that... Well, we start talking about it again. Yeah, you, yeah. T- you start. So, yeah, 20-week scan... We had a different sonographer this time. I think that's quite typical. This scan is slightly longer than the 12-week one. So I think they say you need to allow for like up to two hours 
for the appointment time itself. It's like double, isn't it? It's double. Yeah, I think there's, they say an hour for the 12-week scan, yet two for this 20-week one. But in reality, I think it's about half an hour of them looking at the screen and like taking measurements. And I think they give you that extra time in case, as you say, the baby is non-conformist and you have to get up and leave and come back again. Thankfully, we didn't need to do the whole stop go away for a walk, eat something, come back, routine that we do had the before. Yoki Exactly. They were able to get all the measurements and really pleased that everything is looking good with baby C. This is a really detailed routine scan they do. I think it's the most detailed one they will do throughout um, the whole pregnancy. They're measuring things like the baby's bones, like the length of the bones. They're looking at things like their heart, the brain, the spinal cord, their face as well, the kidneys, their abdomen, all the kind of major organs to make sure that they're growing as they'd expect them to be. You basically are in there for about 30 minutes. We obviously told the sonographer that, well, you told, and this is a little bit of a, a reveal as to who doesn't want to find out. Luke told the sonographer right away, well, the very first thing, like not no pleasantries, he just sat down. I don't want to know. He just goes, I don't know. And she made it very clear at that point, she goes, this isn't a gender scan. This is like a proper yeah. clinical exam to make sure the baby is okay. Yeah. She I'm said, not looking she said, for that. If you're, if you, yeah, yeah. But she said, I'll tell you when to look away. Yeah, exactly. So it. she did say that, but in reality... You you think, yeah, you had a funny experience, I think, in, in that scan, didn't you? Luke, by the way, didn't really look at the screen throughout the entire exam. <laughs> I looked over at him at one point and he was like looking at the floor. I was like, what are you doing? I was just worried that I would see something and, you know, I don't I don't want to see anything. Yeah. If you've listened to the 12-week scan, you'll know that basically the sonographer was using like a certain terminology, like saying he doesn't want to move. And I was like, oh, it's a boy, is it? And then during this scan, the sonographer turns around and says, oh, the little fella doesn't want to move. And I'm like, "Mm, you wouldn't call a girl a little fella. So is that a bit of a slip there? Yeah, that's a funny one. So I'm 90% we're having a boy. (laughs) Well, that combined, I think, with what we'd mentioned in our earlier episode about um, getting the nub theory done, which gave us like a 98% chance of it being a boy, makes us both think this might be a boy. Yeah, at the moment, I'm, I'm 90%. Yeah. So, yeah. But, as we said, we'll find out we or, not f- or not find out. Exactly. We'll see. Also, one of the things, when you were mentioning about all the bones and measuring all that, mm. baby C has a long femur. What does, yeah, that, what does that mean? I don't even... Fr- I don't know. Has a, a long, long leg. A long leg. Long longer legs. than average. So, yeah, each of the... There's, like, four key measurements that they're, they're looking at. So, I mentioned all the different, like, body parts that they're... Uh, examining but there are four measures that they use consistently just to see where you are in ter- terms of like baby's growth based upon their estimated due date so you have the biparatial diameter which relates to the head the head circumference itself the abdominal circumference and the femur length and i think just i'm looking at the report here in front of me the baby is like average or slightly below average for the head circumference and the abdominal circumference they're kind of average for the biparetial diameter. And then the femur length, they're like above average. So Very long legs, basically. Very long legs. So they were a grasshopper. Exactly. So other than them having, you know, extra long legs, um, the other thing we learned in this scan, which is, oh, it's not worrying, but like, I guess it's kind of, you know, something that we need to be um, it's monitoring. It's a consideration. It's a consideration. Is that my placenta, which we already knew was anterior, which means it's at the front of your stomach rather than at the back, uh, where most people's is, um, 
it is low lying. Uh, and that basically means it's close to the opening of my cervix, which come like game day, basically. Game day? <laughs> I, don't know why, I, don't, I don't like calling it labour. Game I, on! Labour sounds hard. I, game day sounds fun. I don't know. Well, I like that, actually. Yeah. yeah, okay. Come like that point, um, if the placenta hasn't moved, then they'll it will be obstructing the baby's kind of like gate way or passageway whatever you want to call it um if i have a a natural birth so they're monitoring it and what they basically get you to come in and do is an extra scan at 32 weeks so we have an extra scan booked in now they say that like nine out of ten women who have a low-lying anterior placenta at the 20-week scans Placentas will actually move up. The placenta isn't moving, but your bump is growing. It's and like a balloon, isn't it? Positioning of where the placenta is yeah. kind of moves in coordination with that. So yeah. I'm feeling okay about it. If it hasn't moved, it will be a planned abdominal birth, which is basically a C-section. I think this is a great example of these little, not hiccups, but these unexpected events that can mm. happen yeah. when you're going through pregnancy. And they can really be quite you know drive anxiety essentially um, yeah you know, if you have like a really clear plan in your head as to how you would like something to go and then, all of a sudden yeah it's taken away from you like yeah i think you need to be flexible that's the thing definitely like, expect the unexpected is yeah. what i've basically learned or at least heard from other women who've oh 100 percent. Yeah, yeah exactly so that was basically everything that was covered mm-hmm. and we got a lot of tick boxes which was mm-hmm. very, very reassuring for us yeah, as well. This was a big one, actually, for us, I think, the 20-week scan. It was. I really yeah. wanted to get the 20-week scan done and out the way so we could so we could kind of enjoy things mm. a little bit more, Yeah. Um, enjoy the experience a little bit more. We also got some photos. I'm going to tell you right now, the photos are nowhere near as good as the 12-week scan, which is really weird. You'd expect them to be better and more detailed. Well, they're but bigger, so actually you see less of them. Yeah. In yeah. like the shot they can take. Yeah, each photo yeah. is basically like a portion of the baby's head. It's like we get, yeah. we, get we get like an eye and a lip. Yeah. Like that's basically it. This is like hand waving, very kind of regal hand waving, but that's about <laughs> it. Yeah. So moving on to the battle of knowing the sex of baby C. Mm-hmm. As you've probably figured out by now, I do not want to know. Boo! And Kate does want to know. <laughs> So we're going to take a few moments to just give our pitches of yeah. and try and convince one another why. Yeah. I don't think this is going to work, but okay, I'll go first. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know because not knowing is one of the few mysteries left in life, I would say, mm-hmm. you know. Is that, you your, is that you your pitch? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also think that if you find out and somehow you're wrong, then you've decorated the nursery in the wrong colour. Not, not if it's gender neutral, Luke. <laughs> not if it's gender neutral. I'll also just add, I gave you that argument, so you can just dock that point from your pitch. You may have given me that one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, I hear that. I like the mystery argument. I agree with that. However... You hate surprises. But Luna doesn't agree, if you can hear her in the back. Luna's our cat, for people who don't know. I don't, it's not that I don't like surprises, it's just I like to know stuff and I like to plan. And actually, if you know the sex of the baby, then you can like plan accordingly. But in addition to that, you can also, why are you raising your eyebrows? <laughs> I'm unconvinced. Oh, whatever. No, but in addition to that, it like allows you to properly connect. Oh my gosh, Luna, I know. So basically what I mean by connect is like, if you know if it's a boy or a girl, you can really think about that little individual, who who they might be when they grow up, all that stuff. It's just like that additional level of connection that you get. I am still unconvinced. Of course you are. And Luna agrees with me. And on top of that, the debate's a little bit redundant because you've actually 
agreed that we don't find out the sex. Because I'm a nice person. A you, nice, are, you are a, a nice, nice wife and I yeah. respect your wishes. Yeah, and I thank you for that. Although it hasn't come without stipulations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, you've agreed to it because Under you then get to you get mm. to name the baby. Well, basically. I get the final call. We're obviously jointly figuring out what we might want to call the baby, but the last kind of like decision goes down to me. And uh, do you know what? That's absolutely fine. I've got awesome names. I back my names 100%. So I back our names 100%. Yeah, our names. Yeah. Fine. But this wager actually goes a little bit further than that because... There's another debate. Yeah. We're both rugby fans. <laughs> but the problem is Kate's Irish and I'm English. Mm. So there's a huge rugby rivalry going on. Yeah. And we have been debating from the start, from, from when we found out we were pregnant. I think it was the first thing I said. <laughs> it was literally the first thing Kate said. It was the most important thing in Kate's mind. Yeah. Not, you know, how we might educate them or anything like that. How are we going to raise a baby? No, No, it's are they going to support England or Ireland in the rugby? And any Irish person listening will understand why I said that. So we have basically said that to make it as fair as possible, Baby C will support whichever team wins the Six Nations in the year... 2022. 2022. Yeah. So if it's Italy, then they're (laughs) going to support Italy. (laughs) But it's going to be England, let's be serious. Oh my God. (laughs) so yeah but it's it's fun to have these little wages and things and these yeah. little bets so yeah i would Come encourage on, ireland that's all i'm gonna say get <laughs> your act together please but i would encourage like to have little wages and things with family members and all yeah. that sort of stuff because it's, it it's, it's quite fun yeah mm. yeah there's I'm, a lot at stake now i'm quite i'm quite there concerned. is there is quite but a yeah. lot of stake. and speaking of family we told our families that we were having a baby finally yeah and that was really so fun yeah, yeah it was so good we went down to Portsmouth first so yeah. down the south coast and we met up with my mum and sister first and mm. we had a few inventive ways in which we were gonna do the big reveal they all came from Kate I'll be honest because I'm Aww. not I'm not that inventive thanks for acknowledging that <laughs> So Kate came up with this idea. Did you get it from Etsy? Yeah, it was a like a little business on Etsy. Well, tell us about it. What was it? So I was just like, as I imagine many people do, uh, like Googling inventive ways to share the news with your family and friends. And one of the things that came up after doing a lot of scrolling was this lady in Scotland. She basically creates these foil prints. So it's not just for like... Gold foil. Gold. Well, it can be gold or silver or whatever colour you want. But, but we chose gold. We chose gold. So we got like our 12-week scan picture, sent it like digitally, emailed it to her basically, and then she created a foil version of it. And then we just basically got it framed, uh, just had like a little inscription added to it with like due September 2021, wrapped it up and had it ready for... Both your mum, but my mum too. Yeah, it was for the mums, yeah. basically. And this is what I was going to present to my mum. We basically met up outside of the pub garden and I got my sister a t-shirt that basically oh God, said... I love it. Rocking auntie. No, badass auntie. Oh, I didn't even know what it said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> badass Bad auntie. Ass. Yeah. And I gave it to them both at the same time. Yeah. And it was quite funny because my sister clicked first really what was going fast. on. Yeah, her instant reaction was, this is really weird. Yeah, <laughs> that's a classic challenge. <laughs> Yeah. Then my mum. Now I love the foils. Yeah. But I could understand that if you don't know what you're You're looking looking at, at, Mm. then it could be quite hard to know what's going on. It looks like an abstract kind of like picture. Yeah. It's basically a love heart with a kind of blob in it. Yeah. And um, my mum took a while. Well, do you know what? She didn't get it. We actually had to tell her. She did the really polite. 
Oh, that's lovely. And the minute we not heard, knowing what we gave her, the minute we, we heard that reaction, we we're like, she doesn't actually know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, so I had to tell her that she was going to be a grandma. Yeah, but oh. yeah, she had a great reaction. So that was that was lots really of tears. yeah, lots of tears. But that, but that was really fun. And then we moved on to, we were staying with some friends, so we thought it only right to tell them next before I told my dad, Mm -hmm. um, just because I wasn't seeing him until the next day. So we had another inventive way to tell them, which, again, you can steal all these ideas, guys, because... I think they're amazing. (laughs) We we enjoyed them. They may not be amazing to everyone. So the only baby thing that that we have allowed ourselves to buy is some baby cons. Because they look... Converse. Converse, Converse, yeah, yeah, little shoes. Because they look great. They are just as expensive as... Oh, they are at the same price. Oh, the same price as adult Converse. Yeah. Yeah, And the other reason, like, we both wear Converse every freaking day, basically. I needed a new pair of shoes and had to not buy them (laughs) because we got the baby Converse (laughs) instead. Yeah, we got, like, age three to six months because you you made the point. There's no point in buying, like, proper newborn versions. No, they're going to grow out of it. Uh, So what we thought we'd do is put our shoes next to baby C's shoes yeah just leave them there just leave them yeah. there and see if our friends noticed basically yeah. and oh, it was well they didn't notice <laughs> two hours we were like all sat at a table playing board games and they were just sat there and I it was so funny so obviously they were drinking I wasn't and Luke had basically said he'd been not drinking for a while because you haven't so I think the fact that they'd had a bit to drink they probably just didn't clock it but I noticed a couple of times both their eyes kind of like kind of almost like glancing over but you know not not registering what they'd seen and it was only when they literally went out that the penny dropped yeah and it's funny how different people react in very different Mm. ways which leads us on to how my dad reacted actually which is quite funny because the next day we went round to to his place and we were sat in the garden with him and his wife and I saw that he'd gone over to prepare some food so I thought that is my moment so Kate gave me the idea of doing a family tree because she was going to do one for her dad which we'll talk about a little bit later so I did a makeshift one a bit of a sloppy one on ancestry.com and put baby C at the bottom went up to my dad and showed him the phone with baby C on it took him about 10 seconds to click and then a really weird reaction he basically whispered to me oh yeah I already knew and I was like what? that's so funny and I was like how do you know? And he was like, oh, uh, I could just tell by the way she got out the car. I was like, what? Like, she's not. And bear in mind, Kate isn't even showing at this point. She's she's still got a a flat stomach, pretty much. No bum. And I was like, dad, like, it was just a small car. (laughs) I'm tall. It's a small car. It was very, but then it was also quite subdued. Like Very subdued. Very quiet. And I was like, why are you whispering? He's also, but your dad's (laughs) been like talking to you for ages. I think he's been like, he's been grandchild broody oh yeah definitely yeah he's been on at me for a while saying oh when are you and kate gonna start a family and that's part of the deception i guess yeah exactly exactly (laughs) so that's your family wasn't it that was that was great yeah that was great little experience yeah and then literally within a week we went off to ireland yeah to do it all again with kate's family yeah so it was so much fun like it was amazing so basically had pretty much everyone bar one of my brothers and his fiance there the night we arrived and kate's um, got a big clan there yeah, was a big, a big big family there's a big crew big big crew in my family anyway so had similar kind of plans had the frame with the kind of gold foil print of the blob the, in the heart <laughs> exactly that that was for my mom and for my dad who has been spending probably the best part of his last couple of months of uh, retirement doing some really in-depth research in our family tree i'd basically taken his version of the family tree printed it out and then annotated like baby c 
um, underneath my name. Basically, I walked in. Well, one of the first things I did was like, oh, Dad, you know the way you've been doing all this like research over the last couple of months? But yeah, you, you've missed something. I've never seen your dad so insulted. <laughs> yeah. Like hours, we're talking hours, like proper, like in depth research. Anyway, but he was intrigued equally, put it on the table. Um, and I think for whatever reason, the whole family kind of crowded around my brother, his girlfriend, uh, my little sister, my mum, my dad were all looking at this picture or at this piece of paper. And it was my little sister who clocked it fastest. I think my dad had gone right back to like the 1700s and was checking <laughs> He was there. like, we'll see if I'm wrong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but my little sister clocked it and then it was like a ripple effect. And yeah, no, it was amazing. There was, was again, great. lots of tears um, and lots of excitement. It was quite some funny, again, funny reactions. Yeah. I, I think Kate's dad's was my funniest because when he did eventually clock, clock it and he was the last one to clock yeah. it, it was, oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah. yeah that was them and then obviously my brother and his fiance we got to share the news with them like a day or so later and basically we used the baby converse again coming in handy those baby very cons. handy um lots of reuse and repurpose i was like oh um to my brother i was like here here's a little present and handed it to him and i think he like, he thought it was yeah, him. initially i think there was a bit of that going on but in the end he realized again and it was just so so great it was amazing sharing the news and 100% worth waiting to do it in person. 100%. As much as it was difficult, I would not have changed it for the world. And I think you're the same. Yeah, it, 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 I would, given the lockdown situation, mm. yeah, I, I'm glad. I mean, going forward, like, we're coming out of lockdown now. Hopefully no one's going to be in that situation yeah. where you might have to tell your parents over Zoom, Zoom. or Skype or whatever. So yeah. those were the reveals. Mm. Hopefully we've given a, a few ideas out there. Um, you'll probably do a little post on Instagram with like the little gold blob just so people know yeah, what, yeah, what they're do. talking yeah, yeah, about, yeah. what you're talking about. I think it looks better than what we're probably making out. I think so. <laughs> the gold blob doesn't sell it. No, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's it for another episode, guys. Next week, we've got a good one. We're going to be talking about baby essentials. Yeah. So the baby need, what are kind of the basics? Yeah. As you say, what are the essentials? Can you just stick them in a cardboard box? Do you L- need to buy clothes? Literally a question Luke asked the other day. Yeah, oh, that's a genuine question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so join us for that one. That might be a two-parter because we're actually going to go do some baby shopping and consult with the experts. Yeah. So it might change our opinions. We'll see. I'm still convinced. No clothes. <laughs> <laughs> see you later, guys. See you next week. Bye. So that's it for another episode of The Parent Diaries. Don't forget to subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it's out. Also, we'd love you to give us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, as it helps others to find the show. Five-star reviews, greatly appreciated. If you'd like to get in touch with us or if you've any suggestions for the show, drop us an email at theparentdiariesuk at gmail.com or you can follow us on Instagram at theparentdiariesuk. Thanks again and catch you on the next episode.